When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did I say did I say picture? Did I say picture? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh I think you just gotta embrace it at this point. You I'm know what developing I mean? a complex instead, Croge. Oh. Instead of just developing a complex about it. <laughs> can't say documentary. Can't say picture. Yeah, I don't even know how to say that correctly, documentary. I don't know either. I thought I was doing it right. I say doc just to sound cool. Smart. I yeah. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start abbreviating everything I say. Yeah. I'm going to take a pic of this doc on the TV. Boom. Hold <laughs> it. Chris, you have a cold open, I see. Problem solved. I do. Awesome. Then I'm going to hit that, and then we have a new intro theme just Uh-oh. for today. Oh. Which I'm very excited about. So let's see. Where is your cold? Oh, there it is. Zero, zero. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh my God, I just splooged on my own face. (laughs) If you're just a funny person, if you're a funny person that tells somebody else they're not funny, you're just an asshole. Special edition episode 200. And right now we're dealing with the coronavirus. We can't go outside. You know the people that are fondest of this? W-A-T-P. gentlemen enjoy the ride i don't know there's something there i'll find it one day 200 amazing w-a-t-p hello bag slappers and cousins welcome to another episode of who are these podcasts the only show with more episodes than listeners i'm your host carl with me this week is fan favorite crouch crouch thank you so much for coming over oh thank you for having me in the midst of this pandemic Please go to whoarethese.com. There you can get our email address, our voicemail number, our link to our subreddit, our link to the Discord server, our link to our merchandise, and of course, the link to our Patreon. We also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes, and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Who Are These Podcasts? This was my brilliant idea to do this yet again. We did it episode 100. We're coming back to it again. People have listened to this show. They've sent in clips. I haven't listened to anything that anyone has sent in yet. This mm. will all be... New to me. I want to thank Doug, who has just been hired by the Jingles Department officially. So Doug White from the Jingles Department mm. put together that... Uh, Finally moving up in the world. That intro for Congratulations, us. Congratulations, Doug. So thank you very much for that, Doug. That was excellent. Let's get into WATP. This is a show hosted by a guy named Carl with a rotating list of co-hosts. You got Croge, Andy, Kevin, Vinny, Kaya, Doug, other Doug, Jen, Opie, Seamus, Vic Henley. It's, it's not... It, let's go, Zach. <laughs> There's a long list of people All the that you'll hear on this show. And I want to start off by saying, Croach, you've listened to the show. What's your take on it? Congratulations on 200 episodes, Carl. Yep. You have perfected the art of assholery. And, uh, <laughs> thank you. I, I can't thank you enough for that. Thank you very much. And Croach has some clips on here that we're going to get to. The first thing I want to address is I reached out to Kaya, reached out to Doug from Who's Right, and 
asked them to both participate in this episode, and they were very agreeable. Little did I know they were playing a long con on me the entire time. <laughs> they said they were going to come on the show. They're nowhere to be found. They, they said they were going to send in a clip. They never did. They Chrissy mayored you. They Chrissy, Chrissy mayored me. <laughs> At least Chrissy Mayer made up. Well, no, they, they did make up a lie. So yeah. I got a note last night explaining how Doug from Who's Right deleted whatever they had worked on. They had spent all of this time putting together this whole big production for episode number 200, and somehow Doug deleted it off his SD card as if that's a possible thing that could happen. <laughs> Fucking makes no sense at all. They put together this elaborate ruse just to get out of doing anything for WATP. Ah, it's amazing. And now they're nowhere to be fucking found, these assholes. <laughs> Thanks a lot. So let's talk about someone who actually does contribute to the show and does an excellent job, our friend PJ Filliam. PJ! I was just on his show, uh, We Are Assholes. There you go. We um, had a ridiculous podcast episode, if you want to check that out. But PJ's going to come on a little bit. Before we do that, he sent in a, a new song for us. And uh, I have not listened to this, oh. but it's called Crozier Time. Oh, so I'm excited <laughs> about it. All right, let's check this out. I did a PJ song about PJ. Ooh, 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 ooh. Remember, this guy can't sing with shit, but I like his lyrics. That's the same PJ. It's the same. Oh, guy. all right, I'm warming up to you, PJ. <laughs> Crozier Time. Time for some thick belly laughs at clips he's already heard. Crozier time. Get drunk with Carl and call Seamus the R word. Even the voices in his head are stupid. Crozier time. That means take over the episode and never let Carl talk. Can't even get a fucking sentence out. And, and Crozier time. <laughs> He wrote a song about me so the other host can suck my cock. DJ <laughs> the voicemail segment. I know who I want as the co-host. <laughs> it's not Andy or his brother Joe. Don't want Kaya or Doug as the hosts. I want Bro. PJ, 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 PJ. Crozier time. That means time for Crozier, not for some jingle department cons. <laughs> as always, it's Crozier. Yeah. Crozier time. <laughs> nice duck can go fuck himself. Same for Dick Masterson. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. No other host can hack it. They're all fucking faggots. They're not good. They're just your friends. And I think we can all get behind that. Crozier time. He's the only isotope with any real talent. DJ is the voicemail segment. I know who I want as the co-host. It's not Jen or Vinny Paulino. I guess Vinny's okay. He follows me on Twitter, but I still want <laughs> I know this has been quite a roller coaster, but I'm I'm sour on PJ again. 
<laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Oh, my God. PJ, are you available now? Let's go ahead and uh, get this out of the way here. Can you what, hear me? I can hear you, oh. buddy. What's going on? Okay. Hey, how's it going? Um, I might be biased, but that was your finest work yet. <laughs> look at how I thought you might like it. Look at how he spelled Crozier. <laughs> Dude, fucking awesome. It was a um, good guess. Nope. Not even close. No? Okay. That's funny. I'm, uh, uh, I'm changing my will later today. That is the only song to be played at my funeral. By the way, PJ did tell me he wrote a song to uh, honor the best part of WATP <laughs> when he sent that over to me, so... Yeah, well, I figured this whole episode is going to be about WATP, so I wanted to make sure I talked about the best part, which was obviously Croge. Obviously. You know, we were all thinking it. You just <laughs> you just go ahead and, and sing about it. Well, right. I used to not. I used to be kind of like iffy on Croge, and then he wrote that song about me. I'm like, this guy, he's pretty good. I like him a lot. That's all it takes. Uh, all right, PJ, yes. you, you pulled a couple other clips. Do you want to uh, get into this? Uh, yeah, but before that, I want to call out... Uh, Doug and Kaya for not actually having a good excuse for why their stuff got fucked up because I had something else I was working on and my hard drive actually failed and that's actually a decent excuse. Deleting something off your SD card, what is that? It doesn't make any sense that's, to me. I know, at least say your, your hard drive crashed. My hard drive actually crashed because that's why one of my episodes of my podcast sounds fucked up too because I had to use my backup recording. But yeah, because initially right. it was going to be you rapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was... It was going to be you rapping with yourself as a um, diss track against Seamus. And, mm. uh, Damn it. Like against, it was a response to Snakes in the Grass, which I'm still going to do. But pulling <laughs> clips and making you say stuff was so time consuming. I'm like, I'm not doing that again. At least not right now. Just tell me so. what to say and I'll record it for you. <laughs> Send me the script. <laughs> I want to make this happen. Uh, but yeah, so I only did a couple clips because I was expecting... I figured... Man, you have a lot of co-hosts. You must have a lot of friends. They'll probably all come on here and have a bunch of clips, but I guess not. So I only sent in a couple because I didn't want to take up too much of your time. Turns out, you're the mar- <laughs> Turns out you're the marquee attraction. So hey. yeah, right. <laughs> so the first clip is I was just listening through for some clips, and I found that. I, and it was, well, obviously, that's the point of the show is to listen through to clips. But anyways, uh, it's just the ultimate irony for this show to say something like that. Yeah, all right is we now have people listening to the show who are just hoping to be outraged. There's people who are definitely downloading the show, listening through it because they want to post whatever clip is going to get everybody in a frenzy and piss everybody off, which is a weird a weird way to live your life. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Going back to the uh, very special episode of WATP. Oh, that's beautiful. I can and see- then the other clip that I have, which yeah. I... I'm guessing you're going to play since you mentioned I had multiple clips, but uh, I thought it'd be fun to point out all the times that you said the N-word on the show. Since 200 <laughs> episodes, you probably said it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a clip here that says Carl says the N-word. I haven't listened to it yet, but let's check this <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know if you actually want to play it or not. but <laughs> You're making me nervous about it, but all right, let's see. Hi, I'm here to be wonderful from the Isotopes, and you're catching us here, and we're taking surf music in bold new directions. Let's it, boys. What? Why is that so crazy? I have sex with tons of girls. Drip, drip, horny girl, pump girl, sexy girl, violent girl. I actually don't enjoy sleeping with girls. I feel like I don't remember saying the N word, but now it's there's proof. I obviously did. It all makes sense now. 
Yeah, I mean, 200 episodes, you're going to let out a couple N-words, so that was only a few of the ones I could find, but I figured five was enough. PJ, you're brilliant. I have no idea why your podcast sucks so bad, because you are a brilliant individual. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast is amazing. It's just that you don't understand spreadsheets and numbers. Dude, I I wasn't going to bring this up. This guy, the the podcast is based on a spreadsheet that all the hosts are looking at, and they're changing numbers and and updating the the fucking tally in real time. You're like, well, now it's 64. It was 68. Like, whatever. (laughs) Come on, that doesn't sound interesting. Come on, Crush, check it out. I I will do that. All right, you PJ. gotta listen to it. Thank you very much, buddy. Thanks for coming on and uh, all the contributions that you've had to this show over the years. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Sorry that uh, no one else cares about you enough to <laughs> send in clips. I'm crying on the inside. Yeah, you know. <laughs> all right, buddy. PJ, you are the wind beneath my wings. Later, buddy. <laughs> all right, Crush. Let's get into it. You got some clips here. Yeah, I only brought a couple things. And yeah. I, I mean, so here's the thing. I clip a bunch of crazy shit from WATP, and then I come right back here and play it for you. So, like, right. I, I don't really, you know? So I decided... You're to... always making fun of WATP. This is not, like, a special episode for you. Yeah, I make fun of WATP online, in the Discord, here in front of the microphone. I, I never stop, so it's like... So, for episode 200, I want to do something really special. Good. I wanted to celebrate your music career, Carl. Um... Oh, shit. We all know it's it's long and varied, and the patrons got the very special treat of hearing you rap. So, <laughs> right. I gave your brother two cases of Mountain Dew and bullied the fuck out of him. <laughs> and he gave me the hidden track. I have the hidden tape. I have 10-year-old Carl, Master K. Okay. Tearing it the fuck up. Unfortunately, you'll hear, uh, you know, the, the old technology isn't great. It, the tape cuts off just when you're getting your flow. But here's number okay. one. Okay. Yo, this is Master K. And I'm here to say that I'm rocking on the mic in an old school way. Someday I'll grow older. I'm gonna get bigger. I'll start a podcast and I'll use the word man. <laughs> you and PJ are on the same fucking page today. <laughs> I know, really. What the fuck? <laughs> well, you know, race was on your mind even back then. True. Yeah. Well, right. then, so, uh, you know, and, and when I first met you, you were playing in Sluts with our, our wonderful friend Andy. Yep. Um... Let's hear a clip of that. Here's number two. Oh, shit. This song's called Exactly Right. <laughs> That's exactly right on a picture on my wall. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's a picture of Andy's false. <laughs> That's a pretty good song. <laughs> I stand by that one. Why was I the lead singer of a band? Why do I host a podcast? I can't even talk. <laughs> Well, I had a rap career, for Christ's sake. I can't even fucking talk. <laughs> well, my my favorite part was always the, the softer side of Carl, the yeah. sensitive side of Carl. Yep. Okay, good. Um, your erotic smooth jazz stuff, like not a lot of people are into it, but it was always my favorite. Um, Thank you. Number three is the Carl and Kenny G. <clears throat> he can also produce much more cum than I can. And his cum is really a wonderfully tasty treat. Oh, God. When he's really horny, he'll shoot a load in excess of 200 cc's, including gel. That's quite a mouthful. (laughs) But we always think of fun things to do with his spunk once he's pumped out a load. Not only do I love the taste of his cum, but he also is a big fan. Our favorite thing to do is for me to smear myself with his cum, and he licks it off me while I myself cum. 
That doesn't even sound like my voice. You could have done a better job with that one. By the way, if you want to hear that whole story, that's from the Zoo File episode I did with Dick Masterson. It's available on our Patreon. Yeah, and I, I promise you will not forget it. You will not forget that one. You will not forget That was a pretty good collaboration I had going with Kenny G for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad he's not around these days. Yeah, and then, it is uh, unfortunate. You know, um, there was that, that, that short period where you started a, a Guns N' Roses cover band, and, I mean, it's not really my thing, but it, it's pitch perfect. I mean, it sounds exactly like it. Here's number four. Police and niggas, that's right, get out of my way. Don't need to find none of your change today. I mean, it sounds exactly like them. What was the last time you played that on WATP? Was it like three and a half years ago? It was WATP 100. It wasn't. You bring it back again. Every couple of years, I'll just be like, by the way, That's I mean, hilarious. it's no your bustle, you know, if there's a bustle in your hedgerow, but. It's it's quite a lyric. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations, Carl, not only on being such a, a versatile uh, musician, but on uh, 200 episodes of this bullshit. It's amazing. It well, really is. <laughs> right. It is surprising, I think is the word you're looking for. Crozier, I want to thank you very much for uh, putting that together and for being everyone's favorite co-host. You know, I think it's just because you sound like Alex Jones. I don't think anyone actually cares about what you have to say. Oh, really? I read the subreddit. People are just like, that Crozier guy... Sounds like an interesting character. No one ever compliments a joke you've said or an interesting point you made. No. Never I, once. I listen back. It's like a reanimated corpse. I'm like, holy shit. I, it sounds like I've been dead for five or six years. So I also did a podcast recently that was Shitty Song of the Week with uh, my buddy Brandon. And uh, Brandon sent in a clip for us for episode number 200. So let's see, uh, let's see what he has to say about our 200th episode. Hey Carl, congrats from all of us over at Shitty Song of the Week on making it to 200 episodes. Oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I had some music for this. Ah, there we go. Oh, shit. Something like a solid F sharp to add to any occasion. <laughs> now, I tried to get Patrick Michael to congratulate you on all of your success, but he said he was busy working on a new podcast. Something about a show where he reviews his reviews of other people's reviews. So at least we got that to look forward to. But wow, Carl, 200 episodes. That's quite the accomplishment. I mean, really, let's break that down, shall we? 200 featured podcasts. And now that you cover multiple shows each week, that's over a 1,000 hours of your time wasted listening to absolute garbage just for my amusement. Now look, I'm sure that number's probably wrong. But I can't be that far off, can I? I mean, some people would call that dedication, but really, it's fucking mental illness. I mean, I enjoy listening to garbage, too. But fuck, at least the shitty song ends before the 10-minute mark. I mean, for the most part. What are you doing, Carl? Voluntarily listening to Opie and Stuttering Johnny tweak multiple times just to pull clips? Time is precious, Carl. Don't waste it. And now you're paying Vic Henley for his fucking stand-up special? <laughs> for yeah. fuck's sakes, do yourself a favor and stop. Think of the long-term effects of what you're doing. I mean, one day, you'll be an old man whose brains are turned to shit and the only recognizable memories that you'll have are memories of Opie Radio. Is that really what you want? But in all seriousness, Carl, I love the show, and I look forward to listening to another 200 episodes. Well, at least until Seamus murders you, wears your skin, and then tries to take over the show. Keep up all the great work, Kazaru. And from everyone at Shitty Song of the Week, just gotta say, Oh, God, that was fucking awful. What did I do that for? 
There's a fucking karaoke track to Cumbersome. Yeah, who knows? Holy shit, that was so distracting for me. <laughs> that was the song I pulled for uh, Shitty Song of the Week, and it is a garbage. Yeah. Not good. Next week, we have our friend Doug from Good Times Great Movies. What I love about that, Doug, is he doesn't delete shit <laughs> off an SD card. He's going to come on, and we're going <clears> to <throat> roast a podcast. He also sent in a clip to... Uh, Celebrate our 200th episode. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, Carl. It's uh, nice Doug here. I hear that you have recorded 200 episodes. And for some reason, we have to celebrate that. Yep. Super exciting. I mean, you know, 200 episodes, you put one out every week. That means you've been doing this for not even four years yet. Congratulations. I mean, that kind of output... It's on par with, I guess, what Seamus does in a year. So that's something to be proud of. Hmm. You know, I, I think, though, 200 episodes really is a testament to, I guess, just how little you have going on in your life. Um, I, I know a lot of your listeners probably do know this, but this is what you do on Saturday. You record these shows on a Saturday yeah. and then probably later on that day, you spend more time on your day off editing them. Or, or if not, oh, maybe you, you know, oh, I have an, an isotope show to play because, ooh, 15 people. That's a that's a huge draw. So maybe you then edit it on Sunday before you put it out. But I, I don't know, man. Like. I saw your, your videos. I think you work in like marketing or advertising or telemarketing or, or something that seems super boring. I even found an article. I guess you write regular articles online. It was the most bland thing I have ever read in my life. Your job sounds so depressing. Like it sounds like the most unfulfilling work that anyone could possibly do. And so then when you have some time off, you have actual time off that you could possibly spend with your wife, you choose to do this show instead. This is how you use your free time. Like, I get it. If you're just doing this on a Wednesday night or something to blow off some steam, great. You know what? Use your weekend to do something nice. This is how you spend your time. What a waste. What a horrible, horrible waste. You're providing content that isn't worth it. It's not worth it, man. But you know what? Congrats on this. Uh, 200 episodes. You know what? Here's to 200 more. Exact chi. Pitcher. I don't know. What other bullshit can I say? I don't care. Carl, I'll see you next week, man. All right. Thanks, Doug. Marvelous. Thanks for sending that in. We do this every Saturday. Every fucking Saturday. Yeah. This is what we do. Sunshine and birds are chirping. Nope. In the basement. In the basement. There are no windows. I cannot see what's going on in the outside world. My buddy Vinny Paulino, him and I host a podcast called The Creep Off together. Indeed. He sent over a clip because I nagged him a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> He was actually sending me over all the people who will be in the um, scum parade on tomorrow's show that we're recording. And I said, hey, asshole, where's that clip you're going to send me? Oh, shit. So he pulls something together at the last minute. So I can't imagine this isn't amazing. Let's see what uh, he has to say. God, where to start with this now? Uh, 
WATP, it's Vinny. Congratulations are in order. 200 episodes, over a million downloads. Nice work. Uh, congratulations sincerely go to Kevin for knowing when to quit. <laughs> yeah. Yes to you too, Carl, you smarmy asshole. You know, Carl, you've shown it takes a lot of balls to make a show like WATP popular. You've also proven that it takes a couple extra chromosomes. So... I hope they cure whatever disease it is that makes you this way. <laughs> Shout out to the Opster, Patrick, Michael, and Stuttering John for their contributions. If it wasn't for you dickheads, Carl would be standing alone in his basement grinning for no fucking reason at all. Uh, I guess also thanks to the fans of the show for making it possible. Except for Vic. I fucking hate you, Vic. I also hate the voicemail segment. Uh, most importantly, Carl, I hate your basement. So here's the 200 more of whatever the fuck this is. It's my pleasure to stop by and co-host every now and again. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of that. And uh, I guess I'll see you tomorrow for the creep off, buddy. All right, Vinny. Thank you so much for putting that together. Vinny hates the basement. The last time he was over, I went to take a piss break. Yeah. And he shot video of the basement and then posted it on Twitter <laughs> so that everyone could see what I call my studio. Yeah. He does like making fun of that quite a bit. He talked about how Kevin got out at the right time. You guys remember Kevin? Vaguely. Vaguely. I think we were in a band with him for a while, and then he was my co-host here on uh, Who Are These Podcasts. You know what I loved about Kevin? He did all of the internet bullshit that now I have to do. Oh, yeah. He, he took care of all the uploading, the descriptions, tweeted now and again. It was great. Yeah. Now it's all on me. Thanks a lot, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin did put something together for us, though, and sent this in. So let's check out uh, what he has to say. 200 episodes. What a friggin' milestone. I remember all the way back when the show was good, you know, when I was doing zero show prep and half-assing impressions of people no one knew. But yeah, you've done well, Carl. Uh, the podcast is, you know, more popular now than ever. And that is most certainly due to your huge rage boner for Greg Opie Hughes, <laughs> Stuttering John, and whoever the fuck Seamus is this week. <laughs> Some people compare Carl to Howard Stern. And I can see the reason they would. Both are rich, white, and have hot wives that are obsessed with their cats. But the real reason people would compare Carl to Howard Stern is they both wear wigs. <laughs> the show's fans have certainly become more toxic after 200 episodes. Back in the old days, we got a thumbs up or a thumbs down from fans. And now you have a subreddit that Reddit refers to as in danger of being banned for continued use of the words kike, jewbag, and croge. <laughs> Seriously, the coronavirus read the WATP subreddit and was like, Jesus, this shit is harsh. <laughs> Speaking of COVID-19... I want the audience to know that Carl is using all that sweet, sweet Patreon money he's earning to buy up all the toilet paper in order to wipe up the massive loads he's constantly blowing all over Anthony Cumia's headshot. Crows is in the studio because why wouldn't he be? He isn't worried about contracting coronavirus from Carl as they already have given each other super aids long ago. But seriously... Together, Carl and I started this show all the way back in 2016. I was newly divorced and suicidal, and Carl was bored of making six figures and being in 24 mediocre rock bands. Together, it was a match made in heaven. But like everything I start, I end up fizzling out. 
Some people could compare me to Artie Lang, I guess. Mostly because we both should have been dead long ago. Sutter and John is relevant again, thanks to Carl. In fact, I just learned that John wrote the comedy roast of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So hopefully these jokes can land me the writing job on Larry Bird's successful catheter insertion extravaganza. (laughs) If I'm being honest, though, I don't listen to the show anymore. Uh, Not because I dislike Carl or Croge or whoever the fuck Kaya is, but mostly because I have better things to do, like doing the math on the Patreon numbers and wondering how much of that I would be getting, motherfucker. (laughs) In conclusion, congrats, Carl, on 200 episodes. I wish you continued success in the show, and I hope you go another 200 as long as Opie doesn't die walking into an open manhole while staring at his Zoom recorder. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Give the jingles department a huge hug for me. See ya. Uh, oh, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Holy shit. That's awesome. Oh, thank you very much, buddy. Magnificent. We miss you over here on WATP. He mentioned giving a hug to the jingles department. Well, Jen from the jingles department also sent in a tribute to us. Oh, fantastic. So I'm sure that her amazing voice... I'm sure she's sang an awesome song for us, probably put something really special together. Let's see. Hi, Carl. It's Jen from the Jingles Department. Oh. 200 episodes is a huge accomplishment, and all of us here at the Jingles Department would just like to say congratulations. So I'd like to make a toast to Carl. You know, people say you're a jerk and you're mean, you have a terrible speaking voice, you're a troll, and you sound like a fat guy. Anyways, Here's to 200 more episodes. Cheers. Hmm. Thanks, Jen. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Always has my back. Uh, when was it? It was probably 100 or so episodes ago. Andy came over and we listened to a show called Bunga Bunga. And this guy named Maynard. Yes. From Planet Maynard. Yeah. Down in Australia. And Maynard is one of our favorites. All-time favorites. Him and Tim Ferguson do a podcast that is fucking bonkers. You can't make heads or tails of anything they're talking about. Yeah. He put together a tribute for us, so we appreciate that. Let's check out what uh, Maynard has to say. Don't expect too much. Hey, Tim, guess what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? WATP, who are these podcasts, are celebrating their 200th show. 200? What are these podcast podcasts? And they're also celebrating their 2,518th one-star review on iTunes. Congratulations, people. Boom! One star. We could dream of getting one star. Of course, their reactions to their reviews and their roasts have been fairly mixed. Who could forget that woman that got all kishnickety with Carl and tried to have him killed at work? And who can forget those kids that had things to say about it when he said that their show could have been better? (laughs) And this is what they said about Planet Maynard and Bunga Bunga. This is a show called Planet Maynard. Put on a show called Bunga Bunga. Yeah. I had no idea how I was going to describe this show. It is throwing shit at a wall. Yeah. And this whole show is just one big jerk off. Exactly. 
Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yes, really. We've been on too loose a leash for far too long, Tim. It's about time someone put us in our place. Yeah, I'm glad we're put in our place. In fact, our show has been made better. We moved all our boring Patreon comments into the actual Patreon section and made a show specially for Patreons called Patreon Pandering. So we benefited from being shit on. And you can too. Yes, you can shit on. Hang on, what? Congratulations anyway. <laughs> 200 shows of WATP, as we like to say. WATP. What was that about the sound effects they said? They said we had. Hello, darling. Too many. Oh, Maynard. Brilliant, my friend. Thank you very much for sending that in. They're just, you can't dislike those people. Ah, that's uh, that's like a shot of Red Bull, those guys. Man. They wow, yeah. certainly are. Our buddy Andy's going to join us in a little bit. And uh, he actually sent in a clip. So let's check out what, uh, what Andy has to say before we bring him on the show. Hey, Carl, it's Andy. I've been drinking all night, so it's the perfect time to call in and Wish WATP a wonderful 200 episodes. Another 100 episodes down and another roast. I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Or if it sucks balls, stop trying. You know, there's there's a lot of new blood these days. You know, Vic, of course. The listeners are obsessed with Vic's elbows and feet. But, I mean, whatever happened to the titties, Carl? (laughs) Vic must have like some deflated uh, beach balls for listeners to be like, uh, what's the furthest thing away from the titties? The feet. Show me the feet, Vic. What's up? <laughs> and I'm still not convinced that Vic is uh, not a 13-year-old boy. Just, just like trolling the Discord. Vic's in touch with more predators in the Discord than Joe Exotic. <laughs> and then you got Kaya... Kaya's been on a lot. She's, Kaya sounds like Vlad the Impaler crossed with uh, my office IT guy. I'm just like, hey, rubber dick. It sounds like your jokes are putting your mouth to sleep. <laughs> and, and you got who's right, Doug. Doug sounds like he writes uh, slash fic about Greta Thunberg for Breitbart. And Doug... Sounds like he's punched more cops than John Gotti's Guma. Doug recently showed up with over a hundred clips. I'm like, hey, rubber dick, that's too many clips. That's like ten more than how many cops you've punched. But Doug and Kaya proved one thing: that WATP. And the female orgasm have something in common. They're both better when Carl's not involved. <laughs> it's true. And Kevin, I think Kevin is uh, clairvoyant. Because Kevin uh, has been social distancing himself from Carl since episode 59. <laughs> when I think about Carl... And WATP and the energy of this show. You know, people want to say that maybe they have, like, big dick energy. But I think Carl has hysterectomy energy. Because Carl is such a useless cunt. 
Jesus he keeps saying Christ. that he's in marketing, but in 200 episodes, there's been no fucking advertisers, Carl. People deep don't discount. believe that this deep discount oh. is a real sponsor. <laughs> it's a deeply discounted theory. <laughs> it was revealed on a recent bonus episode that Carl got beat up by the drummer from the Misfits. And I'm like, hey, rubber dick, the isotope <laughs> should open for baby metal so Carl could fight in his weight class. <laughs> but WATC is almost over, guys. Carl's got a new show with Vinnie Paul, you know. It's the creep off. Is that the show title? Or is that like a suggestion for the hosts? You guys should just creep off a fucking cliff. Anyway, Carl, I love your balls. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Take it easy. Oh, Andy. Well done, my friend. Very nice. Hello. Hey, Hello. what's happening, buddy? Far far more sober now. <laughs> hey, rubber dick. <laughs> Speaking of rubber dick, Andy's brother Joe sent in a tribute to us. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know about this, Andy? Uh, yes, I, mean, I, I, okay. I haven't heard it. But. All right, so this is Andy approved, everybody. Here's, uh... No, I just slow down. <laughs> Here is the same voice saying other things. Hey, Carl. It's Andy's brother, Joe, congratulating you on 200 episodes. I can never picture you taking the show this far. I remember when <laughs> Kevin said he was leaving, and I was like, well, there goes all the talent. But I was wrong. That's exactly when you started to take off. Because it's when you took your hobby of being a total cunt and weaponized it for the internet. By stealing other people's ideas and their fan base, you were able to stoke a smoldering ember of hate into an inferno of knockoff mediocrity. You became an insufferable four-year-old of a podcaster, so desperate for attention that you became impossible to ignore. So much so that you have parlayed that into meeting your heroes. And there's something to be said for that. I don't know what that something is, but somebody has said something. Can it just be over now? <laughs> anyway, congrats on taking this Gary, Indiana of a podcast to 200 episodes. I look forward to episode 300 when Kaya and Vic are reminiscing about old what's-his-name that got murder-suicided by Patrick Michael. <laughs> Speaking of Seamus, I decided to start writing a joke book that maybe someday he can rip off or learn something from. Here's one. What did one homo say to the other homo? I don't know. I wasn't at band practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice job, Andy's brother, Joe. Very nice. <laughs> he also sent in, and I'm not listening to any of this stuff yet. He also sent in three tracks called Joke 1, Joke 2, and Joke 3. I do not know what this is, <laughs> but he told me I could pepper I mean, it in throughout the show. This is Joke Book. All right, let's check it out. Here is Joke 1. All right, I got one for you, Carl. What did the autistic rape victim say to the missing sex offender? Our son's podcast is really taking off. <laughs> wow. Well, you got a fan in Crush, that's for sure. <laughs> you want me to order that on Amazon for you? I'm going to get the Kindle version. It's... All right, here's uh, joke number two. All right, here's one. What did the washed up has been say to the delusional narcissist? Carl, you should really check me out on who's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that. Wow. 
Uh, one more joke for us. Here we go. All right, here's a joke for you, Carl. What did one asshole say to another asshole? I don't know. I declined the evite to your last marketing meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Good times. <laughs> Andy, I think yeah. I think that's all of the clips that we needed to play. And we have okay. something we have something very important to talk about, even more important than our 200th episode. Oh, which is extremely important. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Everyone's this is very it's excited so funny about it. that this is going to supersede the 200th like the importance of the 200 episodes. We just have to move on to this cuz it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Our friend Patrick Michael mm. was a featured stand-up act on Kill Tony. Oh. This is a show that he's been obsessed with. He used to review it on a weekly basis. He had Kill Mondays, all about Kill Tony. And now that Kill Tony can't do live shows from the comedy store in L.A., they're allowing people to just send in one-minute-long stand-up clips of themselves and are just playing that on the show. Yeah. So what I want to do before we get into this, guys, is I'm going to play the 60 seconds of stand-up that Todd sent in yeah. for Kill Tony to play on their show. So this and, is and his And don't stand-up. blink, because it moves fast. It moves fast. There's a lot of jokes. <laughs> a lot of jokes. Here we go. I realize I look like Bobby Hill if he never got into propane, but he does work at a gas station. Huh? Being a redhead sucks. Simply because we're the most identifiable group of whites amongst other races. That's why you never see a ginger on a wanted poster. We always get caught. Huh? I am a stay-at-home dad, though, which is just a nice way of saying I'm unemployed. I like that one. Having two kids has been horrendous. Mostly because their parents won't pay the ransom. I hear a lot of people say life is like a box of chocolates. And if that's the case, what do we tell diabetics? I do have a solution to make one want to be less diabetic. Let's put the sizes of our clothes on the outside. Is that a 7XL? Did you make your shirt from a bed sheet? I found out the hard way my aunt had a miscarriage recently. We're at a family reunion and as she walks by, she passes gas. And I say, smells like something died inside of you. Now as she's off in the distance crying, I realize I should only feel bad for my cousin who just found out they'll never have a brother. But let me end with this. How come we've never seen a porn start based on a true story? Is that because none of us are willing to believe Gary had a threesome inside of a Baskin Robbins? Huh? Thanks. I, yeah, it's so <laughs> puzzling. That I, I spent a lot of time with that. Puzzling is a good word. I spent a lot of time with that miscarriage joke, and I was like, "So where did it come from? What is he trying to say? What is going on here? Why is that a topic of discussion?" And the the my cousin will never have a brother, and someone died inside of my aunt. Like it's so fucking bizarre and crazy and out there. It's like it's it's not it has nothing in contact. With actual human experience. You so know what they, I mean? They played that on Kill Tony. If you go to the YouTube video of this, there have been over 60,000 views of this episode of Kill Tony, which is like two hours long. Yeah. This is just a quick segment in there. And I want to point out, people don't know what Kill Tony is. Tony Hinchcliffe is a stand-up comedian, very good stand-up comedian. Him and Brian Redband do the show where they let amateurs come up and do 60 seconds of comedy. They're always terrible. Yeah. For the most part. There's been a couple of people who are good, but... For the most part, it's just terrible comedians who get no laughs. And then they talk to them for five or seven minutes about what were you thinking when you put this together? Why did you think that people would laugh at this? That's what this show is. Yeah. Yeah. Seamus was so fucking excited to get on this show. He sent in his his tape. 
Before we get it's into a dream his, come true for him. Oh, it is a dream come true. In fact, he does an episode of the nine minute podcast after this where he has his own. Todd. So he's very excited about this. Let's play the interview they did on Kill Tony with Seamus. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that, and then let's play Seamus' reaction to this. Because yeah. it's so disconnected. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. It's so sad. After they play his stand-up video... They pop him on his web camera, and there Seamus talking to his heroes for the first time, and it's a big deal for him. The first thing that Tony realizes that this guy is a child. I love it. You're the first person this evening that has uh, called in inside of his own fort that he built. Yeah. Like a child. Uh, you that's hung right. sheets that's up. Right. Did your bed fold up? I think he's in the bathtub. I'm actually in a pajama pants. I love it. So you might have noticed there, and I'm going to zoom in on this a little bit, that his internet connection sucks. Yeah. It's real bad. They can't even have a conversation with the guy. And this is all I wanted to have happen was to have a conversation with this guy. Yeah. It's and all Seamus wanted to happen. Right. It's his dream come true. And let me just play a couple examples of his internet sucking. Um, so, Patrick, what do you do for work? Where? Wait, where are you? I'm in Indiana, so the thing really made sense. Where? Indiana. 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 I thought you said India for a second. Yeah, India. <laughs> That's what this turned into. That he wanted to have a conversation with this guy. Like, yeah. I just saw your 60-second stand-up that you sent in. Let's talk about it. And instead, yeah. it's just garbled nonsense. He, every even, answer. Every yeah. answer. Every <laughs> answer he tries to give gets yeah. gobbled up. Tony's like, uh, I'd love to invite you to do a show with me. What's your address? And he's like, er, er, der, er, er, er. <laughs> Yeah, I want to send you a million dollars. Just uh, who do I make that out to? Yeah. Uh, this is another example where he's just goofing on him for how terrible his internet is. And and what is your uh, what does your baby mama do? She's actually a CNA, so she's working with the old people, taking them during pandemic. My goodness. Turns out the internet's not so good inside of coffins in Indiana. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, that's, you're missing the, the element. Oh, sorry. No, go for it. Oh, yeah. Again, he's like surrounded by bed sheets that yeah. make him look like he's in another realm. He's in a closet. Yeah. He's but literally he's got he's got his plaid bed sheets hanging up around him so you don't know he's in a closet. Right. So you can't see the horrible way that he lives his life. <laughs> yeah. He he needs to hide all of that shame that he has for living in a trailer park uh. because his girlfriend who pays all the bills is a CNA. Um this is the last clip I have on his internet connection. Tony's just like, "Who the fuck is your ISP? What's your internet service provider?" Uh we ha we have the good Kind, but you know, inside of a really protecting myself from the quarantine, I'm whole self in it. So just be safe. It's a CNA. She could bring. I mean, Patrick, we love you. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna let you go. Uh, the internet's just a little bit janky on this one, so we're gonna keep it moving. But thank you for your submission. All right. So yeah. it seems to me like that whole appearance was a uh, epic fail.
Yeah, it was a train wreck during an orphanage fire. It <laughs> right. was bad, yeah. And I was able to look away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Tony Hinchcliffe did compliment one of his jokes. And this was a very bad idea. This is where he compliments one of his jokes. I'll tell you this, is that I loved your uh, tags on the outside joke about fat people, about diabetics. Thank you. I, I think Thank you can you. make it broader by just talking about fat people and saying that the tags should be on the outside for fat people and then just get right to it. Okay. This is all he needed to uh, hear. Oh, yeah. This is vindication that he is a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. He is on the level now. He's Seamus is famous. This is so exciting. Yeah. When I saw this pop up Tuesday morning on, the, on our subreddit, I've never been happier about something. <laughs> I believe that. It's so exciting. This was Christmas morning. This was you. Christmas yeah. morning. Yes! Seamus <laughs> had his dreams come true. I can't wait to see how he reacts to this. Yeah. And boy, did he react to this. Mm-hmm. Chris, is there anything else you want to play? I know you pulled some clips. You know, I have a lot. So he did a show right before this happened and a show right after. Okay. I have a bunch from the show right before. Let's do that. And then let's talk about what happened afterwards because I can't wait to get into his victory lap. But let's Excellent. start with what he was talking so, about before. So if we're going to step back in time. He's already recorded the minute, but he hasn't submitted it yet. Okay. So that's where we are. Okay. This episode gets off to an incredibly strong start. Here's number five. As usual, we have a quick nine-minute episode for you where we're going to talk about something pretty important that's just come across my attention. Came to my attention, came across my attention. Either way, it doesn't really make much sense to me because it's already been, I don't know, who cares? I'm not going to, I'm not even going to try to make it a thing there. (laughs) That's the first sentence. That's the beginning of the show. Like, dude, when you're in the recording studio and you fuck up the first note, you just hit stop. Yeah, you just start off. You go, and you go back to the beginning, you just, okay, we're not, you know. What the fuck are you doing? That's your opening statement? Croche, do you record 10 podcasts a day? What the fuck do you know? (laughs) Well, we're going to get into that that attitude, Carl. Now, now listen, he's, again, this is just before he's appeared on the Kill Tony show, but he is an expert in comedy, Carl. Okay. He's done two sets. I've seen them both. This is number six. (laughs) So I figure, you know what? Let's get back into comedy. I've done two sets. And uh, I'm still, you know, the podcasting is really where I find my jokes. Now, that's just amazing. Podcasting is where I find my jokes. I've done two sets. So I'm a fucking comedy expert. And he goes on and on about comedy. He's done two sets. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's a, a pro. Yeah. It's, it's unfucking believable. Can we talk about that real quick? Cause there might be people who are just joining us now yes. and don't know about the saga of this guy who's Patrick Michael slash Todd slash Seamus McKillian. Sure. Right. He did stand-up comedy. He posted it on YouTube. He's holding index cards mm-hmm. and flipping through them and reading off jokes. Nervous, nervously. Nervously <laughs> reading terrible jokes. Getting zero response from anybody in the crowd. He's like doing an open mic thing. Doing really yeah. quick, like, ha, 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 in between the jokes so that you know that's where the joke ends and the next joke begins. <laughs> right. <laughs> And he rocket ship just fires through these jokes as fast as he can, super nervous, laughing, staring at the cards, all hunched up on the stage. And then, thank you, good night, and, and leaves the stage. And an open mic night in an empty room. So I guess what we're saying is this person is not an expert on all things comedy. Right. I guess but it, should, it should also be noted that he did this at the in tandem with his 20-minute special that we already tore apart. 
It's the same backdrop, the same out. So this is what he withheld from his 20-minute yeah. special that he put on YouTube so that he could submit it special to Tony. So let's let's yeah, this is 60 seconds that wasn't part of the 20 minutes that he put out. Correct. Well, I, I'm glad you guys brought that up. Let's talk about this minute. Yeah. So uh my number 15 he talks about how he crafted this minute of comedy diamond. And here's the crazy thing about my minute. It was real difficult to chop it down to 60 seconds, you guys. When I initially did when I init what well, okay, put it this way. What I had initially wrote for the for the 60 seconds. Once I recorded it, I was like, holy shit, that's like four minutes. <laughs> now, let's just remember, we've already... we've what already. I, what do I take out? It's all gold. We've already heard the minute. Nothing is connected. No. It's a bunch of sentences that yeah. are completely independent of one another. Correct. It's not like he has a long story, a tale, and you need this twist to get to the other twist. Yeah. And this punchline depends on that punchline. No, it's just a bunch of one-liners that are fucking zero-liners because they don't make any fucking sense. But, Carl... Number 16, he has almost 10 jokes. Oh, wow. Throughout the 60 seconds, I have almost 10 jokes <laughs> in 60 seconds. I don't know what that says to you, but certainly I'm impressed. <laughs> so, <laughs> come on. Now, first of all, come the fuck on. He's impressed I'm with himself. Someone is. Yeah. Now, this is the nine-minute podcast. I want to read to you the description of every episode of the nine-minute podcast, because they all have the same description, because, of course, that's how you make a fucking podcast. Right. New episode, exclamation point. Click the play button and share some laughs, L-A-V-E-S, with the shortest podcast currently creating, exclamation point. <laughs> That's a sales pitch. <laughs> Share some laves with the shortest podcast going. Not good, not funny, not interesting. Shortest. Guys, it's the shortest, and I'm impressed. I'm impressed that I'm able to be so short. I was reading the nine-minute podcast reviews today. Yeah, they're funny. There's a five-star review from Gagia. <laughs> it says, it's laughs, not laves. <laughs> now, uh, oh, it's so fucking funny. Oh, there's another one out here I got to read real quick, and then we'll get back into it. This is from Hamburger Jones. Uh, Don't tell me you love me, five stars. <laughs> As a snake chaser in the fields of India, I was tipped off about this podcast. There's nothing I enjoy listening to more at work than the 9-Minute Podcast. Funny, insightful, informative, obsessed with Seamus. How could you blame us? Oh, there's a lot of great reviews out here. I, I really, they're outstanding. They're all five stars, too. Fucking fantastic. Except for one idiot. Back in December, we wrote comedy question mark. South Hill Peanut gave it one star. How is this entertaining? And how is this considered a comedy podcast? What do you mean? You What's that it. funny about this show? You just don't get it. It's it's all jokes. It's all jokes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Almost 10 jokes. Almost 10. Almost 10. <laughs> now. <laughs> so number 17, yeah. he breaks this down. To something I've never heard any other comedian talk about, and not that I've listened to everything, but I've, I, I'm interested in comedy. I've listened to a lot of comedians, be interviewed, read books, all that shit. Yeah. I've never heard someone discuss their jokes per minute. JPM, here's number 17. I had more jokes in my set than probably anybody else. Even Brian Redband, even Brian Redband said that it's a lot of jokes per minute because there's nine jokes. There's nine jokes in 60 seconds. 
And I don't know anybody else that has done that. I know that there's a comedian that has like a hundred jokes per minute. <laughs> so what? He knows about a comedian who can fire off one and a half jokes per second. Yeah. Which I would be interested in seeing. But other than that, nine jokes per minute is the best you can get. And number 18, he says what we all know to be true, more equals better. To sit here and do a podcast where you know you're going to do an hour and you can go in a bunch of different directions, it's a lot easier than trying to do one minute of jokes and get at least one laugh. And of course, I did nine jokes in 60 seconds <laughs> because, hey, you know what? The more, the better. The fucking confidence of this guy Wrong. is amazing. I know. I did nine jokes and then a little laugh. <laughs> That's so cool. It's, <laughs> it's fucking wild. You could... Does he understand you could do one really good joke in 60 seconds? Like, you could tell, like, a one long joke and have it be good. He doesn't get that at all. No. Yeah. No. That's, it's, that's, beyond, that's beyond him. He would never do that. It's it's as though he's heard of comedy tangentially, but he doesn't actually know what it is or has experienced it, you know? Well, we know from his movie reviews, he has outstanding comprehension of what he enjoys in life. Oh, yeah. He really follows what's going on. Yeah, and can tell you about it. Um, Are we going to get to the post-Kill Tony stuff? Yeah. Or do you have more pre-Kill Tony stuff? No, I, well, yeah, go go ahead with that. And then I do have a bunch of, of Carl-related stuff that we'll wrap this segment up with. Oh, good, okay. <laughs> it's good. I'm yeah. excited. So he comes on his next episode of 9-Minute Podcast after he gets on Kill Tony. And he's very, very excited. He exclaims, he did it. He accomplished his life's goal. I did it. I did it. It got sent in. I got interviewed on the show. But the only problem was is my damn internet. For some reason, my internet was fucking up. The video was bad. And I realized it's it's on me because I should have definitely been more prepared. But I didn't expect to be on the show like that. So he didn't know they were going to interview him after they did his stand-up. Except for that's been the format of their show the entire fucking time. And he watches it. Every fucking day. Yeah. You know what Amazing. that means is that he never expected that they would ever select him to be on the show and he would ever be put in a position to be interviewed. So he explains that the only thing that went wrong was his internet sucked. The only thing. And if he would have just fucking known that he would have needed an internet connection, he would have figured that out. If I would have known that there was going to be an interview portion afterwards, probably would have uh, <laughs> made sure that my connection was good, first and foremost. Wait a second. How is this guy going to make sure his internet connection is good? Like, shouldn't it always be good? I understand if you have a mesh network like I do in my home, you could prioritize a device. This guy lives in a trailer. He's not running a mesh network on his Wi-Fi <laughs> modem, right? Yeah. I'm just going out on a limb here and just assuming this guy's not going to be able to be like, oh, let's make the internet good for uh, the next 30 minutes. I'm going to be on this uh, internet show. I was wondering that, like, what, what is he even <laughs> talking like, about? Is he going to go to his neighbor's house? There's no fiber coming to the trailer park. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's not, it's not like anywhere in a hundred mile radius of him has actual yeah. upload and download speed. Yeah. He'd have to go to the nearest Starbucks, and but they don't care enough to tell him that he's going to be on the show within enough time for him to get there. Could you imagine so him in should... Starbucks putting up his blankets <laughs> behind him? Uh, don't mind me. I'm just going to put some blankets behind this table. Uh, Sir, get the fuck out of here. Uh. Yeah. You need to buy something. So the one thing that I'm not a huge fan of is the self-awareness that's happened with my friend, Seamus yeah. McKillian. 
because he knows that people listen to his show just to make fun of him. But there's also a lot of people that listen to the show because they're looking for content for their own podcast. Guilty. And that's fine. But if those people are the same people that are saying I'm not funny, I didn't see any of you on Kill Tony. I didn't <laughs> yeah. see you even try. Right. <laughs> that apparently is the way that you prove that you're good at what you do. Yeah. Is by failing miserably at stand-up on Kill Tony. Yeah. So he has proven that even though we goof on him, that he's better than us. And he goes on to talk about that later in the episode. And for all the people that don't think I'm funny. Well, hey, man. You're just one person. You, you, you're just 30 people. Whatever. <laughs> the whole thing is, is dude, I'm still, I'm still fucking trying. For all the people who don't think I'm funny, you're just one person. That is a hilarious statement. Yeah. But I just want to point out, Tommy Wiseau created The Room. It's my favorite movie. I've not enjoyed anything he's put out since then. I've not even tried to. Yeah. Because I don't want someone who's self-aware putting out what they think is shitty on purpose. Exactly. So I'm starting to get weary on Patrick Michael if he's doing content that he knows that we're going to clip and then play. Yeah, see, I don't get that from him, though, because of his confidence. Now, <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of misguided confidence. However, sure. I want to point out those two clips that you just played. Yes. That's the very beginning yes. and the very ending of that episode. Oh, he's giving two middle fingers to you and me, Crush. That is he's what, letting us know. That is what is on his mind. He hits the red button, and he's, <laughs> he's thinking of this. Yep. And then as it's wrapping up, he looks at the clock. Oh, nine minutes are up, by the way. All you people, you're just one person, but you're 30 people, but fuck you people, because I'm the fucking best. Whoa. Let's All right. Let's talk about how he's flying high. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm flying I'm flying high right now, you guys. I'm so pumped that it happened. I couldn't believe that it happened. Yeah, nobody can. Nobody can believe yeah. that you sent in a 60-second video of telling terrible jokes, and they played it on a show where they feature people doing 60 seconds of terrible jokes yeah. on their show. It's the entire format of their show. I couldn't believe yeah. that I got to be made fun of by Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't believe it? So, but he was among greats, Carl. Correct. And I'll tell you why. So he, like, more jokes equals better. Uh, to be the shortest podcast is to be the best podcast. Yeah. But if you are sequentially in between other comedians, here's number 19. That automatically makes you good. Let me just say, all the stand-up comedy that I've ever performed has been either after people that didn't even do comedy That's amazing. or after the best comedian. Like, they put me up on Kill Tony right after David Lucas, who's a monster. The dude's phenomenal. He goes, and then I go. Wow. Now, <laughs> we've heard him use this logic yeah. before. Yeah, I know. So, I love it when he says... Whenever I do comedy, it's after someone who doesn't even do comedy. Yeah. Meaning, I play at open mic night right. and empty That's how that room. works. Right. You don't do comedy either. That's how that works. Yeah. And, but sequentially, now, and I want to tell you a quick little personal story here. Please. So, I hit the Googles, and I was trying to find whatever, and I typed in uh, Patrick Michael, uh, mostly normal podcast, right? Yeah. And I hit enter. And the second link is me. It mentions <laughs> me by name. It's a, a subreddit thread called Croge is Retarded. And then it has a list there. But because I'm the number two answer and I'm right in between the other answers that are good, I'm the fucking best. I'm in the top two Google results. I'm the fucking best. 
<laughs> Grouch is retarded. I think I started that thread. <laughs> and he's so fucking proud of himself. Yeah. You know, the only thing that sucked was obviously the fact that my internet connection was bad. But overall, guys, it was awesome. I'm so proud of myself. I'm very happy that it happened. Now, there's nothing to be proud of from this appearance that he did. Oh, sir. No. shit out. He couldn't answer a single question. They couldn't communicate anything. Yeah. And they played a 60-second clip of his stand-up. And the way that this video is, if you haven't seen it, yeah. there's four quadrants. And you see Tony and Brian, and you see the band, and they're watching his video. There isn't a reaction. Yeah. There just, isn't a smile. There isn't a laugh. They're in disbelief. They're, <laughs> they're, in disbelief they're not sure what they're on. witnessing. Yeah. And he goes, I couldn't have been happier with how that went. And I'll be honest, I was very happy with the set. Why? Yeah. Why do you think that was good? Yeah. Who told you it was good? Nobody. Now, as you mentioned, Carl, they compliment one of the jokes. They did. And he talks about this. This is my number 20. Like, the joke that they complimented, it was the, you should wear your XL on the outside of your clothes. Yeah. It wasn't even a joke that he, like, crafted. This was just kind of a throwaway that just ended up in there. When I came up with that joke, when I think about that joke, it's simply one of those things where you're like, oh, that's just a throwaway. That's something I wasn't even thinking too hard on. It took me nothing to come up with the bit. And I only post <laughs> those kind of jokes on Twitter. I'm not going to put my best material on Twitter. That's absurd, especially if I plan on using it live. He's like stuttering John. Yeah, I can't I, put my best stuff on the internet that people will know. Yeah. I think it's because it, it was the most slowed down at that point. Cause that was the most memorable thing because he was just kind of like trying to think his way through it instead of just like joke that sucks, joke that sucks, joke that sucks. Oh. And then it's like, oh, I have to think about this one for a second. So it was the most memorable thing. And but you're incorrect sucks. on that, my friend. This joke was <laughs> brilliant and Tony explained that it was brilliant. And so Patrick Michael needs to explain this joke to us. And... We don't even understand why it's so funny, but he'll explain it. And Tony actually said he really liked one of my jokes. And it's a stupid joke that I just kind of threw out there. I put it on Twitter uh, several weeks ago. And I just thought it'd be a good idea to help people lose weight by putting the size of your clothes on the outside. Instead of you wearing a 2XL and you look slimmer than you would if you were wearing an XL, let's have you wear a 2XL, but show me that it's a 2XL on the outside. Because if that dude walks in front of 8th graders, he's in for some hell. He actually said I should open with that joke. He also said it was a smart joke. (laughs) I love that. I love that he explains the joke. If Seamus did a stand-up performance. He calls it worse. Yeah, right. If he he did performance art where he told a terrible joke and then explained it for the next two and a half minutes, I would go watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would pay... $45 $45 plus whatever Ticketmaster wants to pop on top of that to see that performance. Now, some people would think, okay, I had the nine jokes in a minute. The one joke that I didn't work on is the one that got the response. Yeah. That means the eight jokes that I really worked on maybe weren't as good. I mean, that's maybe what a regular person would think. <laughs> what Seamus thinks is that, well, since they like the one joke that I didn't think about, the eight jokes that I did think about are fucking brilliant. <laughs> the other thing that Seamus does, because you know that he's a virtuoso. Of course. He can play every <laughs> instrument. Oh, yeah. And they have a, a live band 
that Tony Hinchcliffe refers to as the best damn band in the land. Yeah. They're terrible. It's a joke band. They're not good musicians. They're not trying to be. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole fucking point. They're comedians. That's the whole fucking point. Seamus, although no one could hear it because his internet sucked. Of course. Was going to challenge the drummer to a drum off. And this was very clever. He was very proud of himself for this. One of my favorite things, though, is when I told Joel, I said, you know, it's a good thing that we did this video version instead of live because I would have had to challenge you to a drum, uh, drum off. By the way, this is going to be a long clip, but yeah. I had to leave all of this in because this is the way his brain works. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and truth be told, I probably would have to drum because that's something that I love to do. But dude, he would kill me. He'd kill me simply because it's been, I don't know, two years since I've been behind a drum set. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that makes a difference. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> but I would definitely give it a shot just for the sake of how the show. Because people love the Mexican drama. Why would I Why would I not? And chances are, because I watched the episode, nobody else thought about it. Nobody else mentioned the drums at all. So if it was a, a live episode, I would have been the one making the drum off. And it would have been abs- absurd. Right about that. Some pretty good hands. Some pretty solid drumming technique. <laughs> I love the compliment of himself at the end. I'm pretty good. By the way, I love doing it. By the way, I haven't played in two years. By the way, I'm the fucking best. I'm the best. By the way, I could never afford a drum kit. Yeah. There's no way I'd, I'd actually have a drum kit that I could play on. Plus, it wouldn't fit in my trailer. So I, there's no way I could possibly play drums. But if I had been there live, and this is what's great, too. He's speculating on if this had happened. And the way this show usually works, Kill Tony, is they draw names out of a hat. You submit your name. You're in the audience. They pull you up, do 60 seconds of comedy. We'll make fun of you and then sit back down. They came to Indiana. They came to his home state, and Seamus didn't go. Yeah. He had an opportunity. He didn't go. Yeah, of course. Now he's saying, I was on the show. If I had been at the comedy store in L.A., I would have sat down and played the drum kit. It would have turned into, it would have been the marquee bit of the oh, entire yeah. episode. Everyone oh, yeah. would have been praising me, probably a standing ovation. It's like, no, Seamus, you're getting way, way out of yourself here, buddy. Yeah. It, it wasn't that amazing of an appearance, and it wouldn't have been better if you were there live. Yeah, and if you haven't touched a drum kit in two years and you sit down behind one, no one wants to hear that. You're challenging a joke band. Yeah. You're challenging a joke. Hey, can you play hot for teacher, motherfucker? Give me that guitar. He's like, hey, this is a joke. I barely play guitar. Yeah. You're not, you're not, we, just, we just played Hungry Like the Wolf. Do you think we're being serious? Yeah. Do you think we're trying? Yeah, they were all we're in, fucking tryhards like you? They no. were all in costume. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was very funny. They, they were dressed up as uh, Joe Exotic and... Uh, Whatever the rest of that fucking nonsense is. All Tiger right. King. The Tiger King. Thanks, Andy. Andy's my <laughs> my pop culture guy. There you he go. He helps me out. But I don't know what the fuck is going on. So, Carl, you may be asking yourself, is it okay to say that someone else is not funny? Mm. Uh, here's number seven. These are two <laughs> things that he said. And he said these two things about 30 seconds apart from each other. A lot of people will say... The other people aren't funny and that's fine and that's fair if you're funny okay. if you're just a funny person if you're a funny person that tells somebody else they're not funny you're just an asshole <laughs> which is it I, I hope it's both yeah which is it <laughs> i want to be an asshole and why would it matter if you're funny if you're telling someone else or not oh wait no there's an answer to that oh okay good 
this is a long series of clips, Carl, and I'm yeah, sorry. Let's do but it. But let's remember that this is a nine-minute show. He does a nine-minute show, and this whole shit ton of shit I'm about to play you is from a single nine minutes, okay? <laughs> okay. Here's number eight. So what, what, I'm, what I'm basically getting at here is if you think you're funny, especially if you think you're as funny as me or funnier than me and you listen to a podcast, maybe you do a podcast, maybe you don't. Carl. Either way, yeah. what I would like you to do is take your funny, record yourself telling your funny for 60 seconds, and send it to Gage. So if you're funny, you need to enter the same contest that he entered. <laughs> Otherwise, right. you're not funny. Right, okay. Period. I, I, Default. I'm proposing that we do that, Crows. You can't win this contest if you don't enter, Andy. Andy actually did send me a, a message the other day that said, you, me, Andy, Kevin, we should all do 60 seconds see if we can get on Kill Tony. Because <laughs> it'd be hilarious. But if only, then we were on Kill Tony. But only yeah, just if, to prove it, any jerk off. Yes. But only if we read his Twitter feed. Only oh. if we only read Seamus tweets. I can't read Seamus tweets. He's blocked me. But can oh. you send them to me and then I'll read them? <laughs> there you go. That's not well, a bad I'll idea. Get there and do way better than Seamus did. Well, I mean, better is yeah, a very a, relative yeah, term. Yeah, yeah. Anybody can do that. I have an internet connection, so I'm better than Seamus. <laughs> so you may think, okay, it's a nine-minute show. He made that point. He'll move on. Yeah. No, here's number nine. Okay. If you've told anyone they're not funny in a YouTube comment. Carl. A podcast review. Carl. Yep. A Twitter. Carl. Yep. Mention. Then you should most certainly be the ones sending in a 60-second set. Because you obviously get comedy. You get and I comedy. want to make sure that you get it so well that you can do it yourself. And I want to make sure that you get it so well, you do it yourself. Now, he repeated that, not me. Yeah, that was important. He's throwing down the gauntlet. He really is. But this whole thing... Okay, all right, okay. And did you now, know that he was challenging this when you sent this over to me? Now, you may... That's just the way I felt. Yeah, it's amazing. He really is challenging us to do this. You may think to yourself, well, that's like, that's kind of retarded logic. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I was thinking that, actually. So, obviously, there's a boundary to this logic. No, this logic applies to everything all the fucking time. Number 10. It's just like all those people that used to say, music is life. Carl. Music is life. (laughs) If music is life, then how come you're not a musician? Boom, mic drop. You're just a dude that wears a bunch of bracelets and black sweaters. Yeah. Black sweaters. You like music, but it's clearly about? not life. Because if it was, you would do something in that field. You would become a musician. You would learn an instrument. So it's not really life. You just like it a lot. <laughs> so, Carl. <laughs> you like to eat, right? You like to eat? I do. You like to... Can you grow a field of vegetables? I have not done Then that. what the fuck? You're a fucking asshole! What kind of asshole are you? You like to drive, right? Can you build me a fucking car from scratch? Can you fabricate a fucking alternator? What kind of asshole are you? You don't really like to drive. You're just a dick with a car. Andy, you like uh, Marvel movies, right? You like superhero movies? I like all that shit. Have you ever produced a superhero movie? Have you written and directed a superhero movie, you fucking asshat? You rubber dick? (laughs) (laughs) And so you may think to yourself... All right, it's it's a nine minute show. How many times could he repeat himself? This is number eleven. By the way, I apologize if I do have coronavirus. You definitely have it. I'm just like spitting all over you. <laughs> so if somebody says that they like comedy, they're a comedian. I expect them to do stand up. Boom. 
Okay. Because being a YouTube comedian, being a podcast comedian, not the fucking same thing at all. Okay. Not the same thing. Yeah. You've never been on a stage before telling things, saying things you think are funny? Then don't come at me, bro. Boom! Don't come at me. Don't come at me, bro. Seriously. And it is very hard to do. Takes a lot of balls. Oh boy. The, now he's so proud of himself. He now listen, stop patting himself on the back. Earlier in the this these clips, he said, "Yeah, I've done two sets of comedy. Correct. One was at the open mic. One was in front of the camera to do this one minute of jokes. Yeah. He's done two sets of comedy. He's coming at like a fucking fifty year veteran in the scene, dude." Yeah. I've been playing music semi-professionally my entire life. I've played a half dozen instruments on stage. I've run sound. I've done all better. I would never talk about any... I would talk about tuning my guitar no with the confidence that he says his comedy is in. I know. The one, <laughs> my one regret, he says in an earlier episode, and I, I, I didn't get it, and it's, it's basically my biggest regret in life. He says, I don't practice my comedy sets. He spends his time writing, not rehearsing. Oh, weird. So this fucking genius of comedy who's done a grand total of two things doesn't even rehearse them. It would be like, yeah, I learned all these songs. I mean, I don't practice them. I couldn't play them for you now, but I'm a fucking amazing musician. Why would he say that? that? Why does he think that's a, a good thing to do, not not to rehearse your set? He's an amazing drummer that hasn't touched a drumstick in <laughs> two years. Okay. I mean, what a, that's his whole oh, fucking thing. So your answer is he's a fucking idiot. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. I'm so, sorry. My bad. And this is my last piece of Seamus. Okay. After nine fucking minutes of repeating the same thought over and 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 over again. Yeah. <sighs> Number 12. This is how he ends the show. Uh, come up with a minute worth of comedy, and let's see how funny you are. We get it! Until next time, a goodbye. A goodbye. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so I, I guess the challenge is out there now, right? In nine minutes, I mean, that was fucking, what is that, eight clips? Or, uh, uh, and then he starts the next show with that, and ends the next show with that. It's the only fucking thing on his mind. He's really proud of himself for putting together what I would consider to be an embarrassing video. It's, yeah. yeah. It <laughs> yeah. truly is. It's it's cringeworthy. I mean, I just played the whole thing. You guys heard the, the comedy stylings of right, Patrick right. Michael. It's, yeah. it, it's 60 seconds of terrible stand-up followed by five minutes of an embarrassing video followed by nine minutes of a victory lap about a total failure. <laughs> right! It really is unbelievable. Uh, so I just have a clip here that I want to play. And this is Stuttering John talking oh, about yes. Patrick Michael. What? Yes. Anyway, no, it's, you it's got stuttering. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just like super excited. Like the streams are crossing. Oh, it's oh this... John talking about Patrick Michael. Stuttering John gives Patrick Michael a plug. Check this out. When worlds collide. Yep. Anyway, you guys have a great freaking uh, day. Stay safe, please. Um, watch Patrick Michael's uh, nine-minute podcast. Nine. <laughs> he just he reads whatever people put in the fucking chat. He doesn't know anything that he's talking about. So <clears throat> I was at a show called the Chip Chipperson podcast. Yeah. And when I was on that show, Chip had a song that he wanted to play for us that his uh, his friend had created. And I think this goes out to Stuttering John because it's extremely appropriate. If anyone's watched these videos that John's been putting out for the last couple of months 
from whatever den in his house he's videotaping from. Do you want to hear this whole song, Ed? Tell me. I, do. I need to hear a piece of it first. Okay, this is a song called Crooked Little Pictures. No. <laughs> Crooked Little Pictures hanging on my wall. Crooked Little Pictures. I'm going to straighten them all. <laughs> so, if anyone's uh, seen John needs to straighten out that fucking picture picture <laughs> of episode Star Wars episode one mm. behind him. Anyway, Suttering John's been talking about us a lot and I just, I can't do it anymore. I think he wants us to talk about him. Yeah, it's so boring. It's getting boring now. I, I will play one clip. Yeah. But I'm not going to get into a whole Suttering John thing because he's obviously, it's the only thing that's keeping him going. Right it, it's the only thing he's got in the show. Right. Aside from that time Grillo microwave yeah. the potato wrong. That thing in 1987. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which is hilarious. But he does continue to challenge us to a fight. Patrick Michael asked a question. If you boxed a random guy from Rochester, who wins? I would kick the shit out of the random marketing guy from Rochester. I do not fucking... It does not even fucking... It, I, I, I would not question myself at all. Cabby is more of a fucking, you know formidable opponent than that guy i mean just look i'm a trained fucking boxer <laughs> and i'm a street fighter from fucking long this idiot this idiot did like three rounds with crazy cabbie in 1995 yeah and he's explaining in 2020 <sighs> That he's a trained yeah. boxer. Yeah. yeah. I trained for two seconds before <laughs> I fucking did something 10, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. 25 years ago. <sighs> he just, he sounds like an angry little pissant. You yeah, know what I mean? I know. He sounds, it's always the loudest kid on the playground that's the biggest piece of shit. And yep. that's, that's him. And now he's just, yeah, I'll fuck you all up. I'll kick everybody's ass. Okay, great. You sound like a fucking idiot, dude. And you've got nothing on your show. And like, yeah, that's, I was, you know, yeah, I, I pulled a lot of stuttering John clips over the past uh, couple of appearances here. And it's just like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, it's, just it's going shit. nowhere. It's the same shit. It's going nowhere. And it, it would have been fun if he had played along. And now I think he's trying to, but now it's not fun anymore. Yeah, it's, just, it's all stupid. It's all stupid. And speaking of stupid. <laughs> Opie's been doing a thing lately where it's all uh, coronavirus talk all the time. He changed oh the God. cover of his show. Yes. So that he's wearing a face mask <laughs> yeah. and behind a window with like a stay away sign or some bullshit. Yep. Oh, that's my what God. Opie's doing. He had a guy on named Dr. Steve. Now, Anyone who used to listen to Opie and Anthony back in the day know who Dr. Steve is. He has a show on Sirius XM. He actually has been on Howard Stern a lot lately. And Dr. Steve from Weird Medicine comes on the show because we got to get experts on. There's so much information out there. Yeah. What's the truth? We need an expert. Opie gets the expert who gives us the advice that we need to know. Wash your hands. Don't stick your fingers in your nose, mouth, and eyes. 
Good. Okay. I'm glad Opie is putting this information out there. Where else would you get medical advice like (laughs) that? This I thought was really funny. So Opie puts out a free podcast, as you know, because Dr. Steve says, I've made all of my shows about coronavirus free. Everyone is doing everything good that they can during this pandemic. And Opie has resisted the paywall. No, I'm putting my podcasts out there that are COVID-related for free. They're not behind the paywall anymore. So I just don't want to yeah. be seen as profiteering. No, that, uh, Patreon uh, reached out to me very recently. He's like, uh, you know how much money you can make with a Patreon account? I'm like, I don't care, man. I, I want to keep my stuff uh, for free. There's <laughs> Patreon, Patreon reached, out to him. reached out to him. Opie, you got to get a Patreon account. You know how much money you can be making? Ugh. I'm going to give him the answer because I know how many downloads he gets compared to how many downloads we get. Less than $1,500 a month. <laughs> It's what Opie can be making on Patreon. <laughs> Less than $1,500. This is a multi-billionaire who lives in Manhattan and has a house in the Hamptons. And he's like... Stuttering John is begging for that. Oh, Stuttering John would be able to pay his gas bill, finally, <laughs> if he had $1,500. So fucking funny. I love that. Yeah, Patreon's reaching out to me. No, they're not. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. Reaching, no one's reaching out to you, Opie. Yeah. Patreon isn't reaching out to anyone. They're just taking applications. No, when you're Opie. Yeah, when you're, when you're Opie, Opie from Opie, Opie Radio, yeah. Andy. Things change a little bit. Oh, God. They're begging for some asshole to come and be a jerk off. I, I love that Opie has Dr. Steve on because it's really important in this time during this pandemic that we spread as much fear as possible. Fear mongering is very important right now. I think every hospital is going to get bad before it gets better and very bad, right? There's no yeah. there's no escaping this. Thanks, wow. Opie. Thanks a lot for that. By the way, I do want to announce something right now. I'm done with Howard Stern. I'm officially done with Howard Stern. I know. What took you this so should have long. happened 10 yeah, years ago. 10 years ago. I know. That's been bad. Yeah. I cannot fucking listen to this shithead anymore. <laughs> So now that he's doing his show like it's a podcast, you realize it's horrible? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Without his handlers around, without people producing the show, he's just sitting in his house. A team of like 20 people writing for him and telling him what to do that you realize it's total shit. It's It would be a terrible podcast if it were a podcast. Yeah. This is a man who cannot do anything for himself anymore. Yeah. He is in his home with his wife, Beth and about 80,000 cats, and he's complaining about how he has to make his own food. Yeah. Geez. He has to go into the kitchen and prepare his own food during the show. Yeah. He doesn't know how to fucking do it. Yeah. And he, he, he hasn't had to do it for 40 years. Uh, he's, I, I'm like, all right, I, yeah. I can't listen to this anymore. Yeah. I can't listen to it. Yeah. You fucking that, lost me. Listening to a bit of it this week in the car was uh, with you was on, yeah, it was on, on fucking unrelatable unlistable it was just awful I, I don't even have words for it it was so fucking boring Opie when he has a doctor on likes to try to sound smart which I think is always fun you know what you learn about the universe and the soul and energy and, and everything in between and the power of now Eckhart Tolle and, and, and the rest of these uh, these big brains you know you realize uh-huh. you, you can't compete with the knowledge of the universe simple as that yeah Stuff. <laughs> just, he just goes, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> whatever you just fucking said. You know, I did some mushrooms in college too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking sure, idiots. Yeah. Yeah, he's staring at a, a blacklight poster. Too, uh, sure. 
All right, so Opie says something that is extremely stupid. And I know that's surprising to everybody, but I have to point this out. Yeah, imagine our ancestors. They uh, The flu of 1918, the, what, the Spanish flu. Then they had the Roaring Twenties, and then they went into a depression. Oh, my yeah. God, is that a crazy decade? Crazy decade? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he even explained the years. Yeah. Oh. There was the flu of 1918. There was the Roaring Twenties, the Depression in the 30s and 40s. What a crazy decade that was. Oh, Do you know what decade oh. means, you fucking moron? <laughs> <laughs> and how the fuck would you know yeah i know it's so stupid their internet was really spotty back then <laughs> um all right so this is opie did a show with this guy who i've never heard of des bishop yeah i listened to 40 fucking minutes of that show did you i got one clip there was one thing even worth clipping it was so 20 minutes of two guys who knew nothing about coronavirus yeah. talking about coronavirus. Yeah. They hadn't read any articles. They had no comprehension of any of the stories that they've heard. They're just like, I don't know, do masks help? I don't know. I don't know. She wash your hands? I don't know. I mean, it was 20 minutes of that. Yeah. And then they got get bitching about Trump. It's these two guys who don't know anything about politics complaining yeah. about politics. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why are we doing any of this? Uh, so I have a clip, and this is what I call Opie handling this whole situation very well. This is him pulling up to Des's house. Going crazy. All right. Don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. Going up the stairs. Don't touch anything. Don't touch your face. Uh, turn off the TV. I'm not going in your house. You could have the Rona, bro. You don't know who has the Rona. Hold on, I can't hear you until you plug your mic in. And you're using your own microphone. Are we going to the side of the house? All right, don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Don't pick your nose. Don't touch anything. Oh, he's adjusting well. And it goes on and on. These two guys sit down and like, well, I that's a new cushion on the chair. And I only touched the corner of it. And I Purell'd afterwards. And here, you want some Purell? And here's some lights. And here's some... What the fuck is wrong with you idiots? This is why I can't listen to Howard Stern anymore. He was bitching that his dad was still reading the New York Times. <gasps> so my dad's going to die. He's, he's picking up the New York Times and reading it. He touched a newspaper he touched with his newspaper fingers? With his oh fingers. my God. Heavens. Uh, Heavens. Jesus Christ. How stupid is everybody? It's How did everyone become this? I, 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 get, I get it that you, people are afraid. Yeah, sure. Because it's nonstop wall-to-wall fear-mongering. I get it. Yeah. We're all going to die. Understood. But... Guess who's not going to survive this? Vic Headley. <laughs> he wanted to come out to Long Island to stay with Opie. It's not going to happen. That I actually didn't feel safe asking him out. No. I, I, and not in a bad way. Just like, it's yeah, just not what you're meant to do. Yeah, Vic Henley's been hinting. And I'm like, dude, maybe if you take a Perel bath. <laughs> and then I, I do have a room. I could probably get you into this room from he has a side to quarantine door. For two, according to the yeah. CDC guidelines, he has to quarantine for two weeks if he comes out. Yeah, here. exactly. Even Vic, you're or not... maybe it's just the perfect excuse to <laughs> yes. get yourself away from Vic Henley. Yes, the perfect yeah. excuse. You know, Vic, I'd love to hang out with you, but coronavirus, yeah. apocalypse, yeah. you know, there's just things that are going on right oh. now <laughs> that are stopping me from doing yeah. that. It's the same reason I'm not there right now. I'm just like, eh, maybe I should stay home <laughs> and in the non-foreseeable future, I won't be over. Yeah, you also weren't invited, asshole. All right, so Opie has a joke that he comes out with. 
And I love this because Dr. Steve immediately shits on it. <laughs> I always love when you have a guest on your show who shits on your joke. I was just going to finish up when I found out that uh, just, Justin Trudeau's wife had it, but he didn't. I My eyebrows uh, raised. <laughs> they raised up like, oh, someone's not having sex at home. No, you could be in the same room cooped up with the same person breathing the same air and not get it from them. Sometimes. Yeah, I know. Well. Thanks, Dr. Steve. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, fucking Buzzkill Jr. over here. Nice work. Opie also points out the fact that no one can get their hair cut right now. Yeah. Unless you're me, I live with a hairstylist, which works out really well. <laughs> yeah, really. But most people cannot get their hair cut right now. And so people are walking around with bad haircuts. I look like shit. <laughs> and Opie makes this observation. I mean, my hair's a mess, but whatever. I watched Opie on national television when he was on the Food Network. Andy was over oh, last yeah. week. We watched, we watched this together. together. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like shit. Yeah, he skipped right past hair and makeup, just ran right onto the set. Like Opie, come back! Wait, wait! Ah, oh, we didn't get him in time. Uh, it's like a fucking homeless man. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was fun. so better than me. Andy, everyone looks better than you. Yeah. <laughs> what are we even talking about? Well, Andy, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Anything else you want to talk about as far as our tribute to who are these podcasts and our 200th episode that we're celebrating today? No, I just have to go back to uh, telling Kai and Doug that they're a bunch of fuck-ups. I mean, <laughs> how can you not show up in any way, shape, or form? It's like you just you want to be done with this show? You know, fuck off then. Dude, it's it's shocking to me. I mean, Kyle was supposed to be on the show today. He's nowhere to be found. They produced nothing. Uh, thanks for hanging out, Andy. It's good to Thank talk to you. Thank you. All, All right. right. I'll talk to you later. So let's get Vic on because I think Vic wants to uh, roast the show. Vic, you are on before the outro. Wow. Look at me. Look Fan at you. Favorite. Fan favorite Vic. There is a thread in our subreddit. Nothing gets more attention than Vic. Yeah. We can talk about Stuttering John. Stuttering John drools out of his mouth on YouTube. It gets 18 comments. Yeah. Somebody says, I hate that bitch Vic. There's 50 <laughs> fucking comments on this thread. It really is. Everyone's crazy. piling on with it. Anyway, I don't want I don't want this to be a roast of Vic, though. This is about me today. <laughs> <laughs> Vic, uh, what's your take on uh, episode number 200? Well, other than Andy being like a retard and like talking into an iPad... Um, yeah, that was a problem. It's, it's all right. I mean, like, you got cucked a little bit um, just because, like, you know, all your friends left you and, like, <laughs> they didn't even, like, call in. Like, it was just Andy calling in on his fucking iPad. Uh, Hold on so a second. <laughs> Andy's brother Joe put together four clips for us. What do you mean everyone cucked? What are we, what are we talking about? Oh, this you're is right. triumphant uh, today. Just, you know, Kaya, the big dick swinging. You know, he didn't even show up. Yeah. He didn't even, like, call in. He didn't even listen. <laughs> Fucking Kaya. So, yeah. incredible. Oh, like, Dick didn't even say anything to you. No, Amazing. no. My buddy Dick is nowhere to be found. Kaya, nowhere to be found. They're all big-timing me. Yeah. In our big glory of 200 episodes. <laughs> Vic, did you bring any, any reviews or anything that you wanted to read for uh, WATP today? Well, I wanted to bring up PJ's fan fiction. Yeah. Oh, he posted in Reddit. Oh, I forgot about that. Holy shit. Thank you. We had PJ on. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I meant to mention that as well. Yeah, PJ wrote 
some erotic fan fiction of WATP, and it is enthralling. Yeah. I, I would highly recommend it. I read it seven times. Yeah. But it, it was all right. It was okay. Uh, well, it had everything in there, you know? It had me. It had fucking Jen, um, your assistant from the jingles department. Yep. Um, God. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't die at the end, though. So it's a little sour. I was surprised by that, too. I thought for sure <laughs> Seamus would take over the show. Yeah. Well, that's a sequel. Got to leave room for a sequel. And then, you know, just, I believe that is what, like, sparked that, like, whole, like, hate thread about me. Just because they probably read it and was like, man, this is fucking awful. Let's just immediately shit on Vic. You're blaming PJ for people not liking you. I think the people in the subreddit were jealous that you, Vic, were the apple of Carl's eye. Yes. They (laughs) they wanted that to be them. They wished that they were in the car going out to Gary, Indiana with Carl, as we all do. (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, for like what? Like a whole year, Carl was like, oh, we're not inviting any voicemailers on the show. Get absolutely fucked. Yeah. Uh, I snuck my way in by, you know, just showing him my elbow. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. And your deflated uh, beach ball (laughs) titties. Don't forget about that. Whatever whatever that was. All right. Vic, anything else uh, you wanted to bring to the show today? Um, I want to bring a couple hate comments towards Ooh. me. Oh, great. Just because I love them. Yes. I love them so much. Um, there was one uh, commenter who uh, started like a uh, voice recognition software, and then he ends the show on Goodbye Every Pony. Um, just that way, so he won't even have to listen to my voice, which is uh, pretty advanced, I ought to say. Yeah, I thought that was impressive. Using technology to avoid Vic. Very important. <laughs> yep. It's the lazy way of hate. Um, we're, we're fucking him but, over today, though, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even talked about ponies yet. Totally screwed him up. Yeah, you haven't done anything brony related in a long while, Carl. What the yeah, fuck is up with that? Yeah, I know. Well, wait until I play uh, next week's teaser. It's, a, it's pretty <laughs> exciting. <laughs> it's not quite um, brony level, but it's close. Nice. <laughs> We'll see. Um, but my favorite roast of me is it says I sound like I wear overalls and I used to get called squirt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of fan fiction. Yeah. Right? Someone's got a I mean, backstory figured out. I don't I don't necessarily like overalls, but my uncle, like before he would like rape me, I would try to squirt on him. So, like, you know, I'd fend him off. Um, it didn't really work. <laughs> yeah. Squirting does not fend guys off. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's never worked once. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So that's that's pretty much the. the but fifty whole comments. Um, I believe that is almost the most commented, just regular post. Yeah. Out yeah, of everything, that, that might be all time. And there is not a single positive thing anyone has to say about you, Vic. <laughs> Everyone hates you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. across the board. There isn't even someone who's just like, oh, I'll just pretend I like Vic just for the goof. There yeah. isn't even that. Just no. like, fuck this bitch. I hope she dies. Across someone did say I have killer elbows, but that was it. They then they said I had a flat ass. So that's as close to a compliment <laughs> as I got. Yeah, it's not bad though. <laughs> no, I'll take it. All right. Well, this 
means that it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show where we talk about the podcast we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP. Now, what's great about this is that there's endless possibilities. Wide open. Anything could happen. Episode 200, not great. But episode 201 <laughs> could be amazing. Yeah, it could be a good one. You never know. You know what I mean? Like a broken clock twice a day, <laughs> whatever that is. So who knows? This could be awesome. We've got Doug from Good Times Great Movies coming back on. Other Doug. The only Doug who, yeah, good who Doug. I talk to now. Primary Doug. Yeah. And uh, this is the podcast that we'll be reviewing together. And by the way, I want to point out, I haven't listened to this podcast yet. It was uh, it was suggested to us, but I listened to the first 30 seconds of it and pulled that exact clip, and here it is. Yeah. This is the first 30 seconds. Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. Wow. <laughs> this is a show called Dungeon Drunks. Dungeon Drunks? Yes. Oh. Dungeons and Dragons meets alcohol. Oh, boy. This is a suggestion that came in from Birdie. Birdie, thank you very much for the suggestion. She asked, have you guys done a lot of Dungeons and Dragons podcasts? And I said... I don't think you've done any. I don't think we've done any. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. And there's a lot of them out there. She mentioned a couple of them. So Dungeon Drunks is on deck, and I'm very excited about that next week. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. So please, join us again next week, because it might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. There will be no laughs! What do you mean? None! None. Mm. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. these podcasts i don't know i don't get it It makes no sense people are interested in now that we're all working from home Mm -hmm. whether or not i'm shitting in my house yeah are you shitting at work i'm shitting during work hours oh i'm all in on this yeah (laughs) totally changed all my thoughts on this yeah i still use the backyard you're still using the backyard yeah as as usual there are three toilets in this house all right i'm not bragging (laughs) <laughs> but there are three toilets and a, a slop sink. And I have shit everywhere. It's just nonstop shitting yeah. now. I mean, now's the time. All right, let's get through some voicemails real quick. This is... Remember the, the king of all stuttering John haters? Of course. I kind of reprimanded him because he left me these really long voicemails. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even play on the show. It's like, fuck, it goes on and on forever. Well, he got the message. 
Good evening, King of All Southern John Haters here. Listen to your podcast this morning. I I know I'm very <laughs> verbose and a few of my voicemails, probably all of them. I'll keep it short and sweet. Thank you. Um I I like Southern John do zero show prep, so when I call there's no notes. We figured um, that. And typically it's when I've had copious amounts of martinis, so I do tend to uh, maybe drag on a little too much, um, but then, um, it sounds like the voicemails uh, add nothing. Um, yeah. Since you guys have the same info I have. So, Sweet Jesus, uh, buddy. Get with it. Wake the fuck up. I'm calling, and in the words of the famous Crazy Alice, uh, Arriva Dercic, cocksuckers. What the fuck was the point of that? He literally left a voicemail explaining how he won't leave long voicemails anymore. That was hey, the only Carl, thing he said. Sometimes my voicemails are pointless and drag on and I speak in a fucking boring, <laughs> sleepy monotone. <laughs> so here's a voicemail with those exact characteristics. What the fuck was the point of Why would you even put a phone to your ear for that? How old is this dude? People don't even make phone calls anymore. I know there's two people that fucking call my phone. <laughs> One of them is my mom, who's almost 70 now. Like, what? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, I wouldn't normally encourage drug use, but maybe a cup of coffee or something is would be like, you know, get wake the fuck up, buddy. Come on. Crystal math. Crystal math. Cocaine. Maybe cocaine get is the drug the, for you. Would get you to the call a little quicker. Yeah. For sure. Oh, boy. Looking at uh, Seamus and his video, mm. that is not at all, that voice does not match that aesthetic. Uh, I was expecting someone a little softer and uh, a little less try-hard looking. I, mean, I don't know why I would think that. His entire show is try-hard, but yeah. he uh, he just looks fucking weird. He's a hipster, and I've been seeing this a lot where people are finally seeing this guy do his stand-up thing that he put on YouTube. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? But... And look, this is me saying this, so take this with a giant grain of salt. A super fucking out-of-date hipster. Yeah. I mean, he's got the the latest fashion of 2007. Right. It it, it looks weird and out of place now. I mean, people well, have moved on you a can't, bit. You can't really find any, like, in in fashion uh, clothes at Goodwill, so. Yeah. And I, that's the thing. It, it takes a while for that shit to trickle down to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's still listening to Limp Bizkit and Corn and shit. He still thinks it's like, oh, yeah, it's fucking 1999. It'll never end. And then, you know. He has as a backdrop children's graffiti. Yeah. And that's the coolest thing that's going on. Yeah. Hey, Carl, old boy. This is the drunk guy who called in uh, last week incoherently. And I just wanted to call to explain myself a little bit. Oh, good. Uh, first of all, yeah, I'm on the east coast of Canada, so it was about 3 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on a Wednesday. You were correct. <laughs> but my uh, reasoning is that uh, with this whole coronavirus bullshit, I haven't been working. Oh. Neither has the girlfriend, so she's been at home all goddamn day. So I've been taking the dog for these big, like, three-hour walks and just chugging white claws the whole time. It eases the... You wouldn't believe how many people are doing the same. There's like, oh, every I time I go down by the train tracks, it's just full of fucking people. It's like a, it's wild, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, just wanted to call and uh, explain that I am uh retard, but uh I had a little bit of uh reason for it. No. And, uh, yeah, I love reason. you. That being unemployed is not a good reason to be 
Yeah. Blackout drunk at three in the afternoon. I should know. Yeah. I'm employed to blackout drunk by three in the there afternoon. There you go. Wait, what no, time was it for? Right. Yeah. He brings up a good point, though. Yeah. I mean, like, the only reason my marriage lasted as long as it did was I worked days, she worked nights, and I spent every single weekend out of the house. That's yeah. it. That's the only reason. Yeah. If I was fucking locked in a house with that person, I would be hanging from a fucking rafter eight minutes into the quarantine. Yeah. They'd be like, no, dude, it's, it's we just started. No, I'd be, the body be swinging, dude. Holy fuck. That's a good point. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm thankful every single day that I'm single. But now it's like, oh, this is, it is, a, every day is a beautiful new dawn. Every day starts with a ray of sunshine. Is no one going to fucking congratulate us on 200 episodes? I'm playing all these voicemails. People are saying it's like it's a fucking whole home another fucking day. Yeah, this is not just another fucking day, Crows. Even the people on the show barely care. I, how can we <laughs> I know this. Is that. Shit, you know? <laughs> Doug's fucking erasing SD card somehow. <laughs> Well, I put it near a giant magnet. Now I don't have the thing we did anymore. Oh, is that what happened? Hey, Carl, I just wanted to mention that I recently saw a documentary. A documentary? Documentary? Documentary. I love being told <laughs> all the words I mispronounce. It's really good for my self-esteem. Jesus Christ. Uh, I still don't know how I pronounce that word incorrectly. I honestly don't it, know. No, it's it, you have to put the emphasis on the doc, documentary. Documentary. Uh, that, I don't know what is normal now. Is that what I yeah, know, right? I is that what I'm that. doing wrong? Uh, hey, Vic, this one is uh, for you. Ooh. Amazing. I joined your Patreon just so I could send Vic four pictures. Ugh. I don't know if her brain is big enough to figure out what they are, but she might be smart enough. Oh, Vic. fuck that guy. Comment? Fuck that guy. Yeah, you know. Okay. He had fucking AT&T as a provider, so, like, his fucking pictures sent all out of fucking order. Um, Let me find it. He sent, like, a picture of, like, George W. Bush, uh, Peas, two aliens, and... Uh, a tea with like a tea bag in it, um, but it said right. fucking out of order. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So I was like, "What the fuck does this mean?" And he's like, "Oh, it's you fucking dumb bitch." I was like, "I'd fucking it's sent out of order, dude. Like, I don't know what you want, but it was supposed to be WATP." Wait, what, uh, the two aliens were a. Yes, I, that's exactly. It's fucking very, George W. Bush. That's not very clever. W is good. That's not very clever, though. No. Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Fucking retard. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. It pissed me off so much. So I showed my boyfriend and he couldn't fucking figure it out either. Ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. No, funny story. So a couple months ago, Carl was like, oh, Crows, would you like fixed number? Long story short, <laughs> I was exchanging elbow picks with Vinnie Paulino for like three months. It was hot as fuck. It was awesome. All right. Well, the picture, the picture guy, <laughs> fuck me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I've never made Crows laugh so hard. This guy calls back again. Carl, she said she didn't get it. Vic didn't understand the pictures I sent. They said W-A-T-P, but in picture form. I guess they sent out of order. You can piece it together. It was a really stupid thing now. Now it's not funny. Yeah. I just wanted to update you. Thanks for the update. So, and it's, it's, 
It's not like these listeners haven't, like, chatted with girls before. It's like they've never communicated with a human being before. I know. It's like they're feral children that broke out of their parents' basement on their 18th birthday and are just sort of like, uh, 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 oh, wow, yeah. They're <laughs> fans of WATP, yeah. Crosh. What else do you have to say? Good luck out there, folks. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. This call right here made me laugh out loud when I listened to it last night. Hey, Carl, just calling in. Uh, I heard on the last podcast you said that your numbers were steadily increasing, and then you released the Chrissy Mayer episode, and the numbers tanked. Wah, wah. But let's just put that into context for a second. You did podcasts on pedophilia, Nazism, or white supremacism, and uh, zoophilia. And the thing that people don't want to hear is Chrissy fucking Mayer. (laughs) That's the most disgusting thing you cover. Not people rubbing horse cum all over their fucking bodies. Nope. Chrissy fucking Mayer. Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) That's how you leave a voicemail. That's well done. King of all Sittering John haters. He had some energy. He had a point. Yeah. That's really good. He sounded like he got out of bed, was moving around a little bit at some point (laughs) today. Yeah. All right. I'm very excited. This is episode 200. We did have a few celebrities call in to congratulate us on 200 episodes, starting with Opie. Uh, Starting with Stuttering John, I mean. (laughs) Hey, Carl, this is Stuttering John, and this is how I... This is how I talk. I'm just calling to wish you a happy 200, even though you're such a loser. And because of it, I'm going to drop the lawsuit. Okay, Carl? Sweet. Carlina. I'm going to go ahead and drop the lawsuit. But just so everyone knows, this is Stutter and John, and I love WATP. Anyways... Here's to another 200, Carl. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Opie's up next. Hey, Carl, this is Opie from Opie Radio. Just calling to say happy 200. This is Opie. I know I, I, I sound like a normal shotgun from the 90s, but hey, that's just who I am. This is how I talk. So happy 200, Carl. Thanks, Ope. What about Gilbert Gottfried? Does he listen to WATP? I can imagine, right? Hey, Carl, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is how I talk. Just calling to wish you a happy 200 episodes. Keep them coming, buddy. All right. Very good. Voice gets an A, but it lacked any racial epithets, so that's correct. <laughs> Lose some voice there, but yeah, good. So you're thinking, okay, we've had John, we've had Opie, we had Gilbert. Yeah. Who else, what other celebrities, what other big names would be calling us to wish us a happy 200th episode? Yeah, who could it be? Someone very exciting, I'm sure. Oh, it's very exciting. Hey, Carl, this is Vic. (laughs) This is how I talk. I'm just coming in to say that in honor of your 200th episode, I'm going to post pictures of my feet online. So everybody just go to www.com. VicsDisgustingFeet.com. <laughs> Happy 200, Carl. All right. You know, I'd have to check, but I think I'm already a member on that site. Right. <laughs> I hope it's uh, on a secure server. I think that's too much of like a womanly voice for me personally. 
that she sounded like a girl. Right? <laughs> That's funny. Um, some guy from Norway called in. Ooh. Hey, Joel from Norway here. I just had an epiphany three fucking weeks later. All the people panic buying toilet paper are people who shit at work. I hope they get sick. That makes sense. Huh. That makes sense. They finally have to have TP in their house. They're like, fuck, where do you even get TP? It's always just at work. Yeah. Why not just steal it from, well, yeah. You Fucking work clothes. shitters. Yes. Oh, I did that. I stole toilet paper from my job. Did oh. you really? Yeah. Well, like, fuck. Like, I ran out at, like, the worst fucking time. What do you want? Yeah. It's... Well, I know who my creep of the week is going to be tomorrow now. <laughs> yeah? Vinny, have you heard of this girl, Vic? <laughs> Stealing yeah, toilet paper from work. <laughs> All right. Uh, our buddy Tucker Dixon called in again. I don't know when Tucker Dixon calls in. Hey, Carl. It's Tucker Dixon here. They should make a documentary on how you can't <laughs> pronounce any fucking words right. It'd be exactly the way it should go Jesus. in your documentary or however retarded way you said it. Figure it out. Sort yourself out there, man. You suck when you talk. <laughs> how can you not pronounce words? Oh, well. Love the show. Five stars. Tucker out. Call me back. <laughs> All right, Tucker. Uh, Fair enough. One great. more voicemail to play. Not gonna lie, it's my favorite voicemailer. Sorry, Vic. No, it's fair. Hey, I'm Brantus. What's up, Carl and everybody? I know you wanted me to call in and congratulate you guys on 200 episodes. That's awesome. Um, also, I was wondering where we're gonna get the uh, band practice T-shirts going because uh, money's a little tight right now. I uh, owe a lot of people money for a lot of a lot of things. So if you get those T-shirts there and. Uh, we could split up the profits. That'd be great, man. All right, uh, call me back real soon with those uh, with that money. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not a terrible idea. Bad practice t-shirts. Oh boy, I would wear that. Well, yeah, you probably wear it to bad practice. You got my number right, Vic. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on uh, our 200th episode. Yeah, happy 200, Carl. You got cut. Yep, I sure did. <laughs> Yeah, no one likes this part of the show. You guys should all just kill yourselves. 